If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Inside New Orleans, I'm your host, Eric Asher, taking you home each and every week, the afternoon, 4 to 6, right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Remember the iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app. Take the show with you anywhere on these mobile apps. You can also listen to the podcast on those apps, as well as uh, the Anchor Podcast and all podcasting platforms. The show is available everywhere. Of course, Nash FM 106.1 and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. On the program today, Gary Smith of The Wave Report will join us at 410. 
talking Tulane football and basketball. Ali Cassell of the Bird Rights will give us an update on what's happening with your New Orleans Pelicans at 435. Ron Higgins give us a, gives us a little insight into what's happening with the LSU coaching search. Plus, we'll talk about LSU basketball and, of course, the Arkansas-LSU football game with ULM on tap. Les East will join us at 535. And, of course, we'll talk Saints-LSU-Tulane with him. Uh, and uh, as always, looking forward to a great show with these great guests. Don't forget about uh, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Thursday, live broadcast every Thursday at 1 p.m. Also live streaming on the WLETV YouTube page at 1 p.m. on Thursday. And then we have our first rebroadcast Thursday night, 6 p.m. on LAETV. 10 o'clock on the Deuce, that's WLETV2. Uh, Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. 2 a.m. on the Deuce every Saturday morning. 5 o'clock every Saturday afternoon on Pelican Sports Television. Always at ericastro.com. Always on the WLETV YouTube page. And always, again, on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, and Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. So, again, we have that ready for you each and every uh, week. And, of course, um, our podcast is also posted on our social media platforms as well. All right, let's jump into it. A lot to get into today, uh, you know, as we'll run the gamut on the uh, college and pro teams here in the city. Uh, with that said, let's bring on Gary Smith of the Wave Report, NOLA.com, The Advocate, and, of course, the Times-Picayune. Gary, welcome to the show. All right, we got to wait about 10 more seconds on that. Gives me a chance to be able to tell everybody about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. ACPromise.com, ACPromise.com. Heating system needs uh, work. Again, whether you're looking to be able to uh, have that heater inspected to make sure that it's, that it's working properly. Don't want to have a problem with carbon monoxide poisoning or any fires. Uh, maybe, again, you, need it, you know you need help and you need a part replaced. My friends at Burkhart can do that for you. Again, they are the experts, Nate certified technicians, highest certification in the industry. And then the 15 trucks in the field on a 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home. That's right. They're strategically set up all over the metropolitan area to get to you quickly. So whether it's your heater system that needs, again, a, um, a, a thorough cleaning or, again, you need to maybe have a new system, think Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. All right, we ready, Rudy? Let's bring on Gary Smith of the Wave Report, uh, also Noel.com and The Advocate. Gary, how are you? Doing pretty good, doing pretty good. Uh, <laughs> tough, another tough weekend for, for Tulane sports, but uh, but uh, they're, they, they're hanging in there. <laughs> yeah, um, really, really rough loss against Tulsa yeah. uh, over the weekend. Uh, you know, missing uh, Glover missing a 26-yard kick that could have won this thing. Uh, talk a little bit about, the for, you know, first of all, yeah. uh, it, it, it's tough to go through a season like that. And then to be in a situation in games where you feel like you should have won and then you come up short, yeah. uh, it's even it's even more difficult. How's Willie Fritz holding this thing together? He's trying. He admits it's not easy. He's he, Again, he's one of the most even-keeled people, humans, forget football coaches I've ever met. So he's doing as good a job as possible. This is, this is a little bit different. That Really, for 56 minutes, Tulane did not deserve to win that game at all. Defense played great, but yep. the offense was, was putrid. Um, they were actually – I was looking up stats to see if this was going to be the worst offensive performance in the Willie Fritz tenure um, when they got the ball back with three minutes and 50 seconds left at their own five-yard line trailing 13-3 to because at that time they had six first downs and barely 100 yards of offense. And then – 
the miracle happened. They drove 95 yards in like three plays. They, uh, they, 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 um, got the ball, got the ball back. They, they, they scored, they tied it. They get another interception. They're forced turnover the second half. And then obviously, and then just the, 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 the gut kick. I mean, they did everything right on their final possession, got the ball all the way down to the nine yard line, centered it for their sixth year kicker, Merrick Glover, who going into this season had made 40 out of 54 field goals in his career. And he just, pushed it to the right um there's no from 26 yards that's basically an extra point add six yards right in the middle of the field couldn't get it through and and they couldn't really recover in overtime i mean they um because that that would have that would have been a game winner and it would have been Tulane winning a game in very similar fashion to the way they lost a bunch of games in the last two years but certainly against Tulsa last year Tulane was up 14 nothing midway through the fourth quarter and dominating and then Tulsa puts in their third string quarterback who hadn't played all year and he they, they score three touchdowns and send it to overtime. This was the reverse, and it's, it's, we'll, we'll see um, whether Tulane can recover from this. I mean, there's only two games left. They're favored over South Florida this Saturday. South Florida's only won two games, but uh, that's, that's two rough ones in a row, uh, leading UCF in the fourth quarter, defense playing great two straight weeks, having nothing yep. to show for it. We'll, we'll find nothing out. I'm, 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 I'm honestly not sure they can recover from this one for this year. Yeah, it, we'll see. It's really <laughs> tough, and, and yeah. again um, – I'm hoping this is not going to going to be a hangover in, into this next game yeah. because it is a winnable game against yeah. South Florida. Uh, with, with that said, look, um, I'm watching Michael Pratt every Saturday, and, mm-hmm. and it's pretty obvious to me that you know, he's probably having off-season surgery. He just doesn't have the velocity on the ball that he had nope. previously. He doesn't. He's he's just look. He and we, he talked today. He's obviously not going to talk about injuries during the season. But he did admit today that he certainly it's been difficult mentally for him, um, not being a hundred percent going into games. He wouldn't go any farther than that. He said his key off season goal is going to be. He says he he's down to about one hundred ninety five pounds right now. He wants to weigh about two ten, two fifteen when the season starts next year, just so that he can withstand punishment. But uh, yeah, that 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 hit he took at the end of the Ole Miss game where his where his shoulder got driven into the ground. He has not been the same quarterback since. And obviously having a severe concussion didn't help either. But the velocity isn't there. The accuracy isn't there. And he had a – before the missed field goal, Tulane had a chance to go ahead with about a minute and a half left. And he had two swats open in the corner, and he threw it behind him and low. And as a catch Deuce Watts could have made, but if he'd have thrown it where it needed to be, it would have been an easy touchdown and Tulane probably wins the game there. Those are the throws we did not see Michael Pratt making last year. There's no doubt about that. I mean, it's, it's, and look, you go back to the, to the Ole Miss game, that's, yeah, that's where it that's all started. It started. But even yeah. through it all, again, he, is, he, is, he has again been a warrior for this team. Mm-hmm. You see him week in, week out, mm-hmm. taking the tough hits, doing what he, what he needs to do to be able to try to be able to, again, get positive yardage. You know, yeah. you and I have talked about it. Again, it reminds me of Archie in his early days here in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I mean, just not real good offensive line and running for his life. That's been yeah. Pratt the entire season. Yeah. Uh, it, and, it, it, again, uh, look, I give him a tremendous amount of credit for playing through it. Uh, but at this point, I'm, again, it, it's got to be more and more difficult to get up after winning one game this year. Yeah, it, and, and see, that's what makes it even more frustrating because this team, this team is playing hard. Um, they're not playing well. They're playing horribly on offense now. They were playing horribly on defense earlier this year, but it never had. It wasn't about effort or not caring or divide or divisions in the locker room or player. Yeah. Look, I've covered a lot of bad Tulane football teams in the past where I saw all of that <laughs> going on, um, and that wasn't the case this year. And yet they're sitting here at one and nine with uh, and, and winless in, in the conference, and they're just yeah that's. It, 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 
I've never seen a group of coaches and players more frustrated uh, than this group because they're invested and they've got nothing to show for it except for a win over a Morgan State team that's only won one game all year. I mean, it's it's just tough. And so, yeah, obviously the next two weeks aren't going to make a bit of a big difference down the road. Right. But for this team, they they need to they need to beat South Florida so badly this Saturday just to just to just to feel better about themselves and 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 just for all for the returning players to have something to build on. Um, give they'll have a shot at Memphis the week after that too. But they got to yep. beat South Florida. They they just they, they just have they have to win that game this week or I think I I, I think or insanity will start coming into play. <laughs> I know you found really recruiting really closely on, on your uh, site, uh, yeah. the wave report. Is, is this season in any way affected recruiting going forward well, for Willie Fritz? It could. Like right now, they're actually ranked pretty high. But yeah, it you know, truthfully, a lot's going to depend on what happens with his staff at the end of the year. Because well, Willie Fritz, he does, <laughs> he's never had a season like this. He's not going to just sit pat, uh, stand pat, and say everything's hunky dory and it was just bad luck this year. And obviously, if you have any staff changes, um, then that can affect your recruiting class. But they just this week had a commitment from a player from Arizona, three-star defensive end who who had really good offers, um, and 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 the class is ranked. Pretty darn high, better than last year's class. Again, that doesn't that doesn't mean anything right now because nobody's signed or anything like that. But so far, um, it, it seems to be okay. But yeah, I, let let's 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 hold off on on what that looks like until at the end of the season when they when they start when we see what his staff is going to look yeah. like. Because obviously, the recruits it's the assistant coaches who who play a huge role in these guys getting committed. So I, I, I it's it's too early to say right now. No, no doubt. Um, talk about a little bit about South Florida uh, in this game on Saturday. Yeah, South Florida. It's going to be a ma- honestly, it's going to be a matchup of Tulane struggling offense versus South Florida's struggling defense. South Florida's got one of the by any metric you want to look at, they've got one of the ten worst defenses in college football statistically. That's kind of the way Tulane's offense has looked in the last two games. Again, I mean, the defense held. UCF to 14 points and held Tulsa to 13 points in regulation and came, and, and Tulane came up with two L's. That tells you what, what, what the offensive situation is right now. Um, so we'll we'll see if if Tulane just needs to score more and and they they should be able to against South Florida. But but seeing is believing on that front, um, and, and that's going to be the key because you know Tulane's defense can't play any better than it's already played, and South Florida's offense is respectable. Um, so they're not going to they're not going to hold South Florida fewer points than they held Tulsa and they held UCF. It's just a matter of Tulane's offense having some semblance. Who knows? Maybe those last two drives in regulation will give them some confidence because boy, um, it's sure. A healthy Jaquan Jackson would sure help a lot because this guy didn't practice at receiver all of last mm-hmm. week. He's their best receiver. He's had a, not had a good year because he's been injured all year while trying to play through it. Um, they finally put him in in desperation there. Um, uh, and the first play, he catches a catch and run for 45 yards that none of their other receivers can make. If he can play and be healthy and practice at wide receiver this week, Maybe that'll be the catalyst that Tulane needs, but 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 they need something because because uh, other than Ty J Spears' individual brilliance, they've got nothing going for him right now on offense. Tonight is is another uh, a relief poll release for the college football playoff rankings. Where, where do you anticipate Cincinnati being? Um, uh, let's see. I, I I anticipate them staying in, at, at fifth for 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 right now. Um, or Oregon one, Alabama one, Ohio State. So yeah, I don't see any change there. I still I still think there is a realistic path for Cincinnati to make the playoffs because I still think Oregon's going to lose again 
this this year. And uh, certainly Oklahoma losing um, helped because now there's no way Oklahoma, nobody from the Big 12 is going to finish ahead of um, right. of Cincinnati at the end of the year. So they're in a position that is, is just a reality for a group of five, fair or unfair, probably unfair. They need help. But I, I think there's a good chance that Cincinnati's going to get But they got to start playing better because uh, they're not doing themselves any favors the last three weeks not you know, being unimpressive in games. If they go undefeated, that part won't matter. But they play an SMU team that is by far the best offensive team that, that Tulane played this year. And if, if, if Cincinnati messes around like they have in their other games, they could be in a little trouble this year. I, I don't expect them to because they're a team. They've got about four or five NFL-caliber NFL players on their defense. They're capable of playing a lot better than they have. And, and I think that they'll be galvanized against an SMU team that they actually see as a threat to play better. But I, I still think there's a better than 50% chance that if Cincinnati goes undefeated that they will get in the playoff. But it's not under their control, which is you know, has to be just unbelievably frustrating for them. Gary Smith, Wave Report on Noel.com. Tom Spicune and the Advocate is with us. When we come back, we'll talk about Tulane basketball, a shocking loss to Southern over the weekend. Hey, don't forget about my friends over at uh, Southern Tire. Uh, again, if you're looking, uh, if you're a hunter, and again, you're out, you're out uh, again, uh, enjoying yourself during this hunting season, and maybe again, you're looking to add more ground clearance, uh, maybe enjoy some new terrains, maybe you want to improve the ride, uh, the ride quality and handling of, of again your car, truck, or SUV. Southern Tire has the answer. Their lift and leveling kicks, uh, kits are, are, are second to none, and they are the experts. If you enjoy going off road, Southern Tire has a lift kit for your vehicle. Their suspension lift kits will increase ground ground clearance and, of course, performance for your vehicle. Again. Uh, to find out more, go to southerntire.com or give them a call at 504-737-1558. Again, that's Southern Tire, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie, open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. And, of course, you can check them out at southerntire.com. We'll be right back. Those aren't leaves falling off the trees. They're tickets to all the shows in New Orleans this fall. 1061 Nash Icons. Nash Ticket Bash. The only station in New Orleans with tickets for you to see Clint Black. Eric Church. Tana Jay. And Luke Combs. Get the code to text every weekday while you work with Scott Innes when you have it. Text it to 68255. We draw three new Nash winners a week. Will you be next? The Nash Ticket Bash. Clint, Eric, Dan, and Shay and Luke. All could be yours. Only from New Orleans Country Giant. 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by New Zequil Pure Z's Restorative Herbal Sleep. Tired of being tired. New Zequil Pure Z's Restorative Herbal Sleep is a melatonin-free sleep aid made with clinically studied plant-based ingredients to help promote better restorative sleep. Sleep this good, feel this good. Delays are heavy on 10 westbound from Elysian Fields to Canal, and delays pick back up on 10 westbound right at Clearview. Look out for an accident that's blocking the left lane on 10 westbound right at the Bonnet Carey Spillway. Look out for delays on 10 eastbound from Loyola to Veterans, and be mindful of delays on the 610 on the westbound side from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway, delays are solid from Stump Boulevard to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. If you're traveling on the westbound side of the West Bank Expressway, your delays are solid from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. 
Where can I get an ice cold beer and a view of the hottest girls in town? Nowhere else but Visions Men's Club serving $2 beer all day and all week long. Beat the heat and inflation at Visions on Dalman Road, where all the smart locals go. Your bachelor party headquarters open from 11 a.m. until the cock crows. Traffic is brought to you by Visions Men's Club, serving $2 beer all day and all week long. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Grace Doval Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Race Doval Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays, that's Race Doval Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504-373-5733. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Gary Smith of the Wave Report, NOLA.com, Tom Spicchione, an advocate is with us. Let's switch our, our, our conversation to basketball. Uh, Tulane opened up the season beating Southeastern by three. They lose to Southern for the first time, I think, in, in Tulane history over the weekend, 73-70. to 70. Florida State is on tap for tomorrow night. Uh, talk about the, the Wave and what happened on Saturday. Well, you know, again, I'm going to sound like an apologist, and 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 it was there. I was actually there. It was their first home loss to Southern. Um, one of Ed Conroy's later teams actually went to Baton Rouge and lost to Southern. So I think I think they're 12 and two all time against Southern, but they were eight no at home. Um, okay. Southern played really well. I mean, they were picked fifth in the SWAC, and if that's the fifth place team in the SWAC, then the SWAC is a hundred times better than it normally is. The SWAC is not a hundred times better than it normally is. So Southern was that 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 was a miscall by the coaches in that league picking them fifth. Mm-hmm. But well, what happened to Tulane is Tulane just played a horrible first half. Um, really, I'm not exaggerating that if Southern hadn't gotten a little 
over aggressive, they might have been up by 25 at halftime because they, they came out on fire. They hit 10 of their first 14 shots and were up by 14 and then turned the ball over about five straight possessions. Um, and, uh, and, and, and Tulane couldn't, couldn't hit anything. Um, I, to Tulane just, uh, uh, Jalen Forbes, Tulane's best player, all around player has had two bad shooting performances so far. They're a much better team when he shoots. Well, there's nothing wrong with him. He's just had two bad shooting games, but the red, um, Jalen cook has been every bit as good as advertised Had an absolutely terrific opener was played well in this game too, until he sprained his ankle and he, he he's questionable for the Florida state game as a result, but he hasn't learned. They haven't quite learned how to play off of each other yet. He's really good at creating for himself. He had seven assists in that game, but he needs to get better at learning how to create for his teammates. Um, and, and that'll be, and, and I'm not too worried on that. He, he, he'll get better, but the rest of the team just has to play better better um they they just didn't they they couldn't finish they couldn't really do anything um they 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 just didn't they didn't look at their best inside mm-hmm. guy kevin cross also sprained a knee um ron hunter said the results today were negative in turn i mean they, there was no structural damage but he's questionable <laughs> for the game against fsu so that, that that could get really ugly if jalen cook and kevin cross aren't playing in that game because they're two of tulane's three best players uh but but just basically tulane's just they got to play better they, they were just far too sloppy in that game they they, they committed 16 turnovers which was was inexcusable because ron hunter does his, his teams don't commit turnovers and uh and and they just and defensively earlier in the game they, they weren't awake I, they, they i think they thought they were going to cruise to victory they played hard the rest of the way but you you get down by 15 points then you're then then your leading scorer sprains his ankle in the game that's what can happen to you um yep. but a frustrating start and they've got their next five games on the road so yeah the record well, may not that. be pretty the record may not yeah. be pretty, but Ron Hunter, yeah, he's always optimistic. And I tell you, Jalen Cook is the is the real deal. So when you got Jalen Cook and Jalen Forbes on your on your same team, you have a chance to do something more. So if they, if I hadn't seen Jalen Cook with my own eyes in the first two games, and I looked at them having barely beaten Southeastern and losing to Southern, I would it would be impending disaster coming up. But I don't think that's the case. We'll we'll find out, but this, but this road trip, a game at FSU, then a tournament in the Bahamas where they play three days and three games in three days, and and then another road game after that. Uh, the record may be pretty ugly by the time they get back to New Orleans. Well, let, let's hope not. Uh, UNO, yeah. UNO again blown yeah. out by Ole Miss in their first game. They blow out Spring Hill in their second game. They're in they're in Chicago to take on Northwestern tonight. That'll be right here on one hundred six point one FM with a seven p.m. tip off. Your thoughts on, on the Privateers? Yeah, I, I, I I'm inter- I'm very interested to see what they do in this game because the other two contenders in their league in, in the preseason um Nichols went on the road and beat um Northern Iowa in their in their season opener that was a, that was a big win for that for that program Southeastern didn't beat Tulane but Southeastern looked darn good when, when they when they played Tulane um this is a chance for UNO to to go to Northwestern and 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 and, and show it that what they've got they, what what they do have is Derek St. Hilaire um who came back for an extra COVID year, um, and it's just an outstanding score. He's aver- I think he's averaged 22 points in their in their first two games. Nobody else right now on the team is averaging more than seven points. They're shoot. They've only made eight threes out of 32 in their first two games. They have to shoot better. Somebody besides Derek St. Hilaire needs to put the ball in the bucket. But they have pretty good depth, and this this will be a good test. I, I'd love to see what they if they can go and, and hang with Northwestern, get themselves a chance to win. That'll be pretty encouraging for them uh, as as we go down the road. Yeah, no doubt about it. And look, I, I've often said this 
uh, you know, UNO usually plays really, really good out of conference schedule, mm-hmm. uh, and, and of course, going to the Bahamas for Tulane that's going to be a, that's going to be a, yeah. a good test for them as well early in the season. But uh, it'll be interesting to see again how both these teams fare as we get a little bit deeper into the season. Uh, Gary, why don't you tell the folks about your website, how folks can uh, follow you on social media, and what you got coming up for us in the paper? Sure, um, TulaneRivals.com, um, TheWaveReport.com. Full quotes from every, every Michael Pratt was pretty honest in the interviews today about how frustrating his season has been, every word he uttered up there. Also, Jalen Monroe, um, their cornerback, had an interesting take. It's kind of what I've kind of said. He feels like maybe the worst thing that happened to Tulane was that Oklahoma game coming so close because he feels like they got big heads, which is ridiculous, but it's just reality sometimes with kids. They, they thought they were really good after that game, and then they went to Ole Miss and got smacked down and, and realized they weren't as good as they thought they were, and it, it took them a while to recover. But anyway, his, his full quote's up on, on the site for that um and i'm working on a story right now for the both there'll be a football story and a preview of Tulane's road trip in the in the advocate in the, in the morning paper and online in the next couple hours always appreciate your time each and every week we'll check it with you next week thanks so much thanks for having me on the show gary smith wave report advocate times nola.com hey uh some good news zion williamson has been cleared for contact he has another uh bone scan on the 24th of november but he can start one-on-one contact no team uh contact at this point but one-on-one contact so maybe again he'll get on the court sooner than later a lot of people were predicting christmas uh maybe again new year's before he gets on uh, at least it's encouraging that he's getting one-on-one contact at this point. We'll talk more about it with Ali Gassell next uh, from the Bird Rights. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Stick around. Country music sensation Parker McCollum is bringing live music back to New Orleans. Friday, March 11th at the Fillmore. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Don't miss Parker McCollum. Live at the Fillmore in New Orleans, Friday, March 11th. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles, and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. 
Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign just says, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you could put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Homecoming is back at Dillon University, and DU is taking on XU Friday at 5.30 at the Lakefront Arena. Dillon hosts Xavier and the Crescent City's oldest college rivalry. Pick your squad. Is it Girdtown or is it Gentilly? Friday at the Lakefront Arena. Get your tickets today at DillardBlueDevils.com. That's Dillard, B-L-E-U-Devils.com. D-U. Unwind from your daily routine with Vicks Vapo Bath or Vicks Vapo Shower and let those soothing Vicks Vapors help you relax. <sighs> Enjoy a Vicks Vapo moment wherever you choose. Look for Vicks Vapo Bath and Vicks Vapo Shower in a store near you. Come on down to the Silver Slipper. Hi, this is John from the Silver Slipper Casino with more good news just for you. Now, when you come and play any of your favorite slots or table games here at the Slipper, any day in October, November, and December, you'll have a chance to win an HD Smart Fire TV every night at 7 p.m. That's right, we're giving away one of these great smart TVs every day for three months. We're on the beach here in Hancock County, Silver Slipper Casino. As always, we are proud to be your host on the coast. Pass a good time at the Silver Slipper. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Thanks to Gary Smith for joining us, talking some Tulane and UNO. We turn our attention to New Orleans Pelicans, losing last night 105-100 to to the Washington Wizards uh, out, in, um, uh, out, in, out in Washington. And, of course, to break it down for us, it's Ali Cassell of the Bird Rights. Ali, how you doing, bud? I'm doing good, Eric. How about yourself? I was doing a little better when I when I turned around and it pops up on my phone that uh, Zion Williamson has started contact, one-on-one contact, so that's good news. Yeah, it seems like everything's according to plan so far, right on schedule, because at the start of this month, Willie Green said that in about two to three weeks' time, there would be a scan done to see if he'd be allowed for five-on-five. Five. Well, that's still the case, because in about a week's time, that's when that's going to happen. And hopefully, if everything checks out, full of uh, full uh, participant in all practices and pretty much a return uh, in the near future. And yeah, that's good news because they could definitely use him. There's no doubt about that. Um, you know, Brandon Ingram comes back. And one of the things I've, been, I've talked about on the program is when, when you've got two players that, that, that uh, again, that, that need the basketball in their hands to be effective, like Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson, that are so ball dominant. Uh, that, again, a lot of what we're seeing right now early with a lot of the players that are getting touches, those touches go away. Uh, last night we saw Brandon Ingram, six straight shots in the, in, in the lane, obviously missed those shots uh, as, again, the lead dwindled and, um, uh, and Washington ended up winning this game. Um, you know, again, everybody's talking about him down the, down the stretch in the clutch, clutch shots down, down the stretch. What, what really, again, struck me was uh, Valanchunas has been incredible inside. And the ability for him to be able to, again, especially around the basket, to be able to score, uh, his, his, his ability to rebound, but also to be able to pass as well. And there was a while there that, again, he was just frozen out offensively. Uh, concerning, 
because again, how well he has played, you know, again since the since the beginning of the season, really the one player they could count on, and now he takes a little bit of a back burner to um, to Brandon Ingram with again Zion on the horizon. Exactly, Eric, and it wasn't just honestly in last night's loss uh, to where in important those finishing minutes has the offense not found uh, Valanciunas. You know, in 20 clutch time minutes that spread out over seven games, I looked it up. He's only gotten four shots. Uh, that's unacceptable. Wow, and really? another one huh. that we should talk about is Devontae Graham. He came over yep. from Charlotte known as a guy that can come up with those big clutch baskets. Well, he's had seven overall, but he only had a couple of shots, I believe, in last night's game. And so, yeah, they're, they're obviously still finding themselves. And with B.I. coming back, I have to imagine last night's game, when B.I. is sitting on a bench for his rest, he sees a lead dwindling that they're missing shots, a lot of makeable shots. So he just came in the game, tried to take it upon himself a little bit too much, played a little bit too much iso ball, as you mentioned. That's the, it's been the problem with this team, though. Again, look, when they when look, I like the the, the, the .5 second deal that they have, the rule that they have. It works if, again, you're moving the basketball. And, you know, that you're not just taking that .5 second and getting the shot up quickly. Uh, but, I, again, one thing that I like is they have been sharing the basketball, and I'm hoping that's something they don't lose as their superstars come back. Right. And we saw, what was it, I believe in the fourth game where the Pelicans picked up a win. Um, against Minnesota, their first one of the season, they played that way. They executed well, and they found Brandon Ingram on the move, uh, but within the flow of the offense. It wasn't this give the ball to him, coming across half court, and let's see what he can do by himself. So I'm hoping that, like I said, it's just a major hiccup because for the vast majority of the time, um, they do move the ball relatively well. But recently, I want to say in the last three games, outside of, of course, last night's game, the finishing minutes, they have been doing a great job of moving that basketball because there have been a lot of assists. Josh Hart had 11 the other night in the, in the win um, over the Grizzlies. And everybody out there is capable of making a basket. So you would just hope that there would be more glimpses of that with Brandon Ingram now involved. But like I said last night, obviously that was basically, you know, the train flew off the tracks there. Where would this team be without Josh Hart right now? Eric, he's been fantastic. I think he he's really has for his best season, right, as, in his career. And it seems like all really that's uh, changed for him is the fact that the coach now is willing to give him a much bigger role, right? He was mentioning to us last week that in uh, previous years, but especially he was highlighting last season, he was basically told to go stand in the corner. And uh, so we kind of wrote him off as a guy that can really just get your rebound, score in transition, and maybe make an occasional open shot with, of course, all that hustle involved. But he has shown, I think, this year, almost in every game, that he can make a play for others. He can get himself to the rim. That's one thing I like about him. When the offense has really been bogged down, Josh really looks to drive and really get to the rim. So he's either going to draw a foul or have a shot from him, what, a couple of feet away. And that's something that they could really use last night, right? I mean, B.I. fell for all those mid-range shots. Some other Pels missed uh, jumpers. They need to get that ball as a hoop. And Josh Hart does a great job of that. Uh, looks like Saturnowski has, has moved Kyra Lewis to the back of the bench. He has, and let's face it, both the backup point guards entering the season weren't playing well, and I think Kyra got the slight nod because he appeared to look, you know, basically he performed a little bit better in preseason, so he was given immediately the minutes at backup point, but since that time, you know, we've, we've seen a couple of glimpses. He had a couple of good games. I remember in one game he scored about 14 points, but that was about a week and a half ago, and he really hasn't made any noise since. That's where Saturansky 
is now finding, I think, some footing to where he's distributing the ball now for teammates. He's had a couple of games where I think he's had about five assists over the last week, week and a half. And so I think by, just by default, Willie Green's going with a guy that's honestly just contributing more. Is Najee Marshall still dealing with an injury? Because I know it was a coach's decision last night. You know, he gives you another – he's another guy that plays good defense, a little bit of a spark, uh, plug guy. Uh, but, again, he hasn't been on the court for a while. No, as far as Najee, he, his confidence has taken a big hit. You know, he, Eric, it's not just a three-point shot either. Uh, when he was still playing, when he was in the rotation uh, about a week or so ago, he was having problems just driving the ball to hoop, right? I think yep. in one game he picked up two or three offensive fouls, and that was kind of becoming the norm where he just wasn't giving you anything. So, yeah, we, we saw a guy last year, preseason summer, a guy that can do a lot of things for you, but we haven't seen him this year, and it's affected him. You can see it because he's now not really crashing the glass like he was. He really hasn't provided that tough defense that we thought that would be very similar to Josh Hart that much this season. So he's working through some struggles, and I'm not surprised to see him out of the rotation for the time being. Critique Murphy for me. Again, he seems like, again, there are some games where he looks more comfortable with his shot. There are others where, again, he just doesn't have that comfort level where, again, he's getting a nice stroke uh, and, and has the confidence that, that, ball, that the ball's going to fall through the hoop. Yeah, he's he's had a bit of a rough go. Uh, of course, he's another guy that came floating in high in the regular season from his showing in summer league and in preseason to where, you know, he could basically get his shot off. He was playing good defense. He was having a really positive impact in good minutes. Well, it's a different thing now here in the regular season to where, of course, he's going to have a backup role, but he hasn't done much with it. Um, and I want to say in the first two weeks of the season, I noticed he was really just trying to be careful out there as to not make a mistake. And as yes. we know, you can't play that way in the NBA. But you're right. Slowly he's been coming around over the last few weeks, and he's had a couple of really good bright spots. For instance, the game where he, he um, what was it? I, I think it was against the Brooklyn Nets. He came up with a couple of really big offensive rebounds, uh, and he turned those into hoops. As to where, you know, hey, I'm more than a three-point shooter, and that's what his coach told him uh, back from uh, his uh, college days. He had to sit down with some other people, and they, they basically just told him, look, use your athleticism. Think of a different way you can impact the game, and, and he showed that. But, again, last night's game, he kind of vanished again. So I think it's just those rookie struggles. I mean, he's been getting, what, on average 9, 10, 11 minutes a game mm -hmm. over the last week. And right. so it's hard to really establish any kind of, you know, positive – you know, continuity for a guy that's just a rookie, still trying to find his own footing, like I said. You watch this as close as anybody. Again, um, uh, I'll sell the bird rights is with us. Um, talk a little bit about um, about Jackson Hayes and, and his maturation process. Yeah, that's always been my biggest concern. And if I had to list one disappointment outside, of course, design, injury news, and the way it's been handled, I've got to put Jackson Hayes right up there, you know, Coming into his third year, this is where players are supposed to take a leap, especially ones that are really gifted, right, athletically. And there was so much positive talk about him in uh, the summer um, in those uh, off-season involuntary, voluntary workouts up in Tennessee, Nashville. And, you know, we haven't seen that guy, Eric. And all I've seen really this year is a guy that's looked a lot like we saw him in his rookie season. I agree. Where, yeah, he'll, 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 he'll have that open dunk in transition, maybe come up with an offensive rebound maybe come up with a weak side block. But overall, the fundamentals still aren't there. You know, Montrez Harrell had a couple easy hoops just because Jackson just doesn't know how to defend him. And, and that hurts. And the same thing with catching the ball on the block, also in last night's game. Mm -hmm. And he had a small guy guarding him. I think it was a guard. I'm not sure exactly who it was off the top of my head. But 
he, he had an easy little drive to the rim across the paint, and he ended up throwing the ball wildly off the backboard, didn't even hit the rim. You would expect for a guy in his third year to have some kind of go-to shot. So I don't understand it, but he has shown no growth in his game. And therefore, you've got to question his maturity, right? What's he doing during his uh, off-seasons? What's he doing during days off here in the regular season? Why hasn't he shown any kind of improvement in any facet of uh, his game? And then my question is, if we've seen him stagnated in terms of, in terms of again, maturing as a player, why are we not seeing Herman Gomez? Well, we did, right, Eric? We saw him, I want to say, about two weeks ago to where right. I think Jackson got yanked in the first half and he didn't play in mm-hmm. the following game. And Willie soaked up a lot of those minutes. But obviously they've gone back to Jackson. And I think that's probably stemming, honestly, from David Griffin in the front office. You know, they, they wanted to have a say in some of these rotations. Yes. And we had heard this past offseason that they, David Griffin specifically wanted more of the young guys last year, right, given Jackson, Kyra, Nikhil, let them work through their struggles, but Stan didn't want to play that way. Well, I think we're kind of seeing that again this season because Jackson, he's not earned that backup role behind Jonas Valanciunas, uh, but he's still getting the minutes once again. And, and it's not that leap we saw last year, right, to where he was out of the rotation for a good, what, three, four weeks, he came mm-hmm. back, and he was a much better player. He looked a lot more focused. Well, he's already come back this year, just like I said, after missing a couple of games or so, and he still looks like the same guy we saw at the start of the year. So I don't like it. I'm not sure what's going on there. And, of course, Falcons, they need all the help they can get winning games. And playing guys like this who are making more mistakes than they are positive um, you know, impacts, contributions on the court, that's, that's really hurting right now. See, I, I... – I got to be critical here because, uh, look, on one hand, I, I think that I see the point of again trying to get the draftees on on the young players on the um, on the court, but at some point, if they if they are not doing the things that are necessary for them in terms of their growth, uh, you can't put them on the court just to validate the fact that again you drafted them. If someone is playing better and then they are, they are again they they have the opportunity to, again to get on the floor and give you a better chance to win, you have to go with that guy. Doesn't matter again who you drafted, where you drafted them. Perfect example is how Sean Payton handles his football team. Mm-hmm. And I think Willie's stuck between a rock and a hard place. But one thing you can look at is Nikhil. He's kind of earned his minutes, and he's averaging starter like minutes, right? Averaging yes. over thirty minutes. I agree. This year, and and. And he's been, you know, up and down. But for the most part, he's been trending upwards. Let's put it that way. Kyra, he's out of the rotation, as we mentioned earlier in your show today. Jackson, he's the one that you just can't figure out. Why is he still seeing those consistent minutes? They're not a lot, but he still has that role. And you're right. He looks like a guy that doesn't deserve any at the moment. It just There's just such a drop-off when Valanciunas goes to the bench. And you, you see it on the defensive end. You see it offensively. And, you, again, you can't have that. I mean, maybe that changes a little bit when Zion comes back. But right now, again, there's, there's a huge drop-off there. You know, you, you know, right now when you want to look at just, you know, the, the, the draftees, I, I think there's a tremendous amount of upside for Nall at this point. Like I talked to you about it over the last few weeks. If the guy would just concentrate on trying to be a guy that get a triple-double every night, he'll be a much better player because that means he's facilitating, he's being aggressive, he's driving the ball uh, to, to, the, to the glass that is settling for an open shot. Uh, and and I think he's, if he does that, he's only going to get better. Uh, Herb Jones, I mean, I, there's not enough accolades for Herb Jones to be thrown thrown mm-hmm. his way. But I mean, again, we've seen it's being stagnated in terms of uh, uh, Kyra Lewis and, and also Jackson Hayes in terms of their growth. Right, and, and right now you got to say you're disappointed 
Kyra, of course, gets a little more leeway, right? He came in this, uh, in, to the Pelicans in the NBA a year after mm-hmm. those two guys, Nikhil and Jackson. Right. And, of course, he didn't have, you know, because of the pandemic, he was thrown for a loop, not having his first initial summer league and stuff like that, a real preseason. So he's understandable. Plus, he's still only 20 years old. Well, Jackson, you can't make the same argument for. He's had a lot of opportunities, a lot of time to work with coaches. Like I said, just time to work on his game. And the fact that I don't hear any positive stories coming from anybody, whether it's Willie Green or just others, assistants I'm talking to, Jackson's never mentioned in the same breath of being one of the first guys into the Metairie practice facility, last guy to leave. No, that's usually just been Herb Jones, Trey Murphy, and honestly, Kyra Lewis. I've never heard once yet this year Jackson being mentioned with that group. For a guy that started playing basketball late, he should be a guy that's the gym rat more than anybody else, and then that's a pretty amazing. With that said, where would this team be without Herb Jones? <laughs> they probably easily rank last in defensive uh, rating, right, uh, the advanced stats over at NBA.com. But more so, they wouldn't have a guy that could just stop the ball. So you can rely on, okay, guard this guy, whether it's honestly somebody almost on, on a star all, an all-NBA type of player to a guy that's, you know, just a regular rotation player, you can trust that Herb's going to be able to at least do mm-hmm. a really good job on most possessions in controlling, locking down his man and not getting burned. That's something we've never had here in New Orleans, or not, not at least until since, what, maybe Trevor Ariza on the wing mm-hmm. right when he came over. It's been right. a while. They've had the, I feel like that type of lockdown defender. Yeah, Herb Jones, he's only going to get better at once he learns this league to where he's not going to pick up those fouls, right? He had five fouls in 19 minutes last night. Mm-hmm. He, it basically threw him off his game, and, and it hurt the Pelicans because he wasn't able to stay out there for longer stretches. But when he figures that out, he's going to be as much of a necessity, I think, out there as Valanciunas as some of these other guys. Because his defense and that hustle, that energy, and he's not right. showing he can shoot the ball a little bit, right? He's got yep. enough smarts to make a pass and get himself to the rim on a cut, you name it. That boy, he's a perfect guy you want to slot next to uh, either B.I., Zion or both of them. Right. Well, the basketball IQ is off the charts. You can tell that he's a coach's son. You see it. You're seeing him getting better. The, the, the fouls in a lot of cases are just a byproduct of, again, a rookie going up against a veteran. Uh, you know, eventually he'll get those calls, but he's not going to get them this year, that's for sure. And, again, the upside is, is tremendous for him, for a guy that was an afterthought. I mean, I thought the guy would be at Birmingham right now. I did, too. I, mean, I think all of us that will follow the team, we were talking about it. He's probably going to definitely start the year in the G League. Stay there for half the season, then we'll start seeing him towards the end of the year, depending on his progress. The fact that he is, what, I, I think he's earning almost 25 minutes a game, and he's been so heavily relied upon mm-hmm. Willie Green. Says everything you need to know. This guy's NBA Well, you see the drop-off when he's not there, right? I mean, immediately yeah. you see the drop-off when he's not there, when he's not, he's when he's not available. He's got the plus-minus on a team, Eric. I mean, that says huh. everything, too, right there. That's amazing. It's amazing. Always great information from Monica Sell, The Bird Rights. You want more? you got to visit The Bird Rights site. Tell us all about it. Sure, you can catch all of our work, our podcast articles over at SB Nation's The Bird Rights. It's all one word, www.thebirdrights.com. And, yep, got a lot of things talking to talk about. This Pelicans, are they going to be able to save this season? That's the biggest thing, right? But, fortunately, it sounds like Zion's return is really honestly getting closer. Let's knock on wood that we can see him in the uniform in the game maybe first or second week of December. Boy, I tell you what, it would definitely help because we also know there's a transition period once he comes back uh, because he's such a ball-dominant player. But, again, it is necessary to get him back on the court, no doubt. Ali, always a pleasure. Thanks so much for your time each and every week. Absolutely. Take care, Eric. Thank you.
at Ali Gassel on, on, on Twitter. Of course, Ali Gassel, the bird rights. Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. In the market for a generator, they got you covered. Single-day installs, financing available for generators, and a new install quality check after one month. If you need service, they have 24-7, 365 emergency service. And if you utilize that generator over 100 hours during the last storm season, you need to get it serviced by a professional. Burkhardt can do that for you. They are the experts when it comes to generators. Generator sales and service. Think Burkhardt, acpromise.com. ACPromise.com. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Eric Ashby with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMiatInsAgency.com. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi folks, trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Tragedy is coming for you, Flash. Tonight on The CW. Despero is like no one we've ever faced before. This could be the end of the world as we know it. It's the massive five-episode event. I need your help. With The Atom. Anytime, Flash. Black Lightning. Let's go blow this fuse. Batwoman. I'll do it. And more. And it all begins. I'm about to do something impossible. Tonight, it's the incredible season premiere of The Flash. Right before the can't-miss season premiere of Riverdale. All new tonight on The CW. Tonight at 8 on NOLA 38, The CW. Velvety paper feel, exquisite colors, stunning scale. At Staples, we sweat the details and quality of every print project. Stop by Staples and try our Print Big Promise 
We're committed to getting your print job right, to treating your small business like a big deal, and guiding you from start to finish. Get 20% off signs, banners, and posters when you spend $75 or more. Offer ends January 1st. Visit staples.com slash services slash printing for details. Staples, where small business prints big. When you have trouble sleeping, it's tough. When kids have trouble sleeping... Mom, I can't sleep. Dad, just one more story? For nights like this, try Vicks Pure Z's Kids. Our great-tasting gummies are specially formulated for kids with a unique blend of botanicals and a low dose of melatonin to support their natural sleep cycle. Best of all, they're drug-free and non-habit-forming. Help your child fall asleep naturally with Pure Z's Kids Gummies. Consult with a doctor before use for ages 4 and up. Thanks to Alec Gassell and also Gary Smith for joining us in the program. By the way, the Pels are in, in Miami to take on the Heat tomorrow night. Again, the Pels 2-13, and 13, Miami 9-5. and five. That's, uh, again, tomorrow night. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Stick around, won't you? Catch this. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric. 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie.
talking to me? What we've got here is failure to communicate. Stick to the truth is what you're good at. Inside New Orleans, 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Eric Asher taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, four to six. Don't forget about the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app. Great way to take the show with you anywhere. Nash FM 106.1 uh, and, of course, ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is available now on all podcasting platforms. Anchor is our home base. Uh, but um, uh, the uh, Spotify, also iHeart, Apple, those are the top sites where you can catch the show, but you can catch us everywhere. Uh, that, again, your, uh, your favorite podcasting provider uh, provides you an opportunity to be able to check out podcasts. Um, this week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, Jeff Duncan of NOLA.com, the Times-Picayune, and also Fox 8 Sports will join us on, on this show. Uh, it's Thursday, every Thursday, 1 p.m., live broadcast on WLAE-TV. Uh, also live streaming on the WLAE-TV YouTube page. Our first rebroadcast, 6 p.m. on LAE, uh, 10 p.m. on The Deuce. That's WLAE-TV 2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLE, Saturday at 2 a.m. on The Deuce, and 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always at ericasher.com, always on the WLE TV YouTube page, and, of course, on our social media platforms. Uh, you'll find it at, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, and Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Again, special thanks to Gary Smith, uh, talking a little wave basketball and UNO basketball along with Tulane football. In the first hour, Ali Cassell came in and talked a little bit about uh, what's going on with the Pels. Uh, and uh, in this hour, we're just a couple minutes, just about a minute away from Ron Higgins of, uh, of, of Tiger Rag. And uh, he'll tell us a little bit about what's happening with the Tigers. And then we'll finish up with Les East of ChrisCitySports.com, talking Saints, LSU, Tulane, uh, all coming up here on the program in hour number two. All right, well, further ado, let's head to the guest line. Joining us on the program is Ron Higgins of, of uh, Tiger Rag. Ron, how are you? I'm good. You? Good, Ron. Ron, first of all, I'm, I'm going to uh, do things a little bit inverted today. Let's talk some basketball first. I got my first uh, chance to, to check out LSU last night uh, against uh, Liberty. A little bit of a struggle early, but, again, they, the, you know, the talent took over. Uh, this team's got size. They've got shooting. Uh, they seem to de- defend more. Uh, uh, let me say, defend better than we've seen Will Wade teams in the past. You've seen every game thus far this season. What are your thoughts? 
this is a, a a pretty good basketball team he's put together. Uh, he has eleven new people, and he has an eight man rotation. The five five and the eight, eight man rotation are new. Uh, there's uh, there's been some chemistry created, and I really like what they're doing. I mean, they they played uh, two of the three teams they played are. are are really good bit of mid majors. Uh, Liberty's are a really good mid major. Texas State was good, but Liberty was excellent. Uh, the kind of, you know, the kind of mid majors where they, you know, they have upperclassmen and they, they run their offense. They make you play defense for, you know, most of the shot clock, and you have to be patient and you try to, you know, grab the tempo eventually, which is what LSU did last night. But this team is, I mean, the pieces fit together. They play together. They're unselfish. Uh, I. I mean, right now, I, I like this team more than any team he's had at LSU. Yeah, they, again, they, they seem to check all the boxes. That's the one thing. I mean, look, they didn't have the size last year. That really hurt them. They've got size this year. Uh, obviously, Darius Days has, has been a guy that, again, now has the opportunity to step out more, doesn't have to play inside and be physical. He can shoot the three-point shot, which is his forte. And they got speed all over the court as well. Yeah, they got two really fast point guards, and 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 their wing guys are fast. They can run. Uh, you know, they got athletic long wing guys. They got a, an absolute true center who plays with his back to the basket. Who is a nice ball player who has good post moves, which you hardly ever see anymore in college yes. basketball. I right. He plays in the post and has good post moves. He's a good passer out of double teams. Last night he hit a, a three pointer late in the game. Uh, again, I mean, he's put together a team with. You know, a, a lot of good pieces. Uh, you know, that's not even counting. I'm Sharif O'Neal is, when he ever gets over his foot injury, he'll be uh, right. you know, probably the ninth guy. That'll help with their size inside. This is just a, a really well-put-together team, and uh, they're unselfish. They like playing with each other. Uh, they know who to feed when he's hot. Uh, Somebody gets hot like Darius Stays did uh, in the second half last night. Uh it's, again, I just and they run at they run the offense. They they actually run mm-hmm. plays, uh, which some of the teams in the past didn't do. But Wilson's True. really good about uh, changing what he does from year to year to fit his personnel. Uh, and you know, as he said before start this year, he, he felt like this team felt more like some of his VCU teams that he had. Mm-hmm. And so I mean, he did they able to run more offense and been able to do more things and uh, more versatile guys. I didn't know what to expect out of the team once they lost Adam Miller, who was going to be a big part of this team going forward uh, to an injury. Uh, I thought they would still be pretty good. I mean, I, mean, he, I know he was good, but I, I knew what I knew what they still had. Uh, you know, and I think I think they kind of look at it like you know we we can't think about what if how good we could have be. Sure, uh, let's just be as good as we can, and and they're really really good. But he, I mean. I mean, this is the early he's ever been. He started the season in the eight-man rotation, and that's something mm-hmm. he probably didn't do uh, at all since he's been here. Except, I mean, he, I think he did the, the year they won the SEC championship. I think he had an eight-man rotation to start of the season. So, I mean, other years, I mean, it was kind of an open audition, you know, through November and December. But I mean, from the opening jump, the opening tap, the first game, I mean, they they had an eight-man rotation and they stuck with it. They They've had blowouts, so they're able to get a lot of people in the game late. But uh, he's got eight-man rotation. They've stayed healthy so far, and they've survived some foul trouble. Uh, and, again, he's these mid-majors he's scheduled are, are, are mid-majors you'll probably see in the NCAA tournament this year. And so 
it, it helps it, it helps their RPI, man. Yep. No doubt, no doubt. Let, let, let's shift gears to football, and, of course, we've had the obligatory, again, I'm not interested, there's no way in the world I'm ever leaving you, uh, from, again, uh, Jimbo Fisher this week and also Lincoln Riley. What are you hearing about the coaching search? All I remember, I remember Jimbo saying he was never going to leave Florida State, and three days later he did. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I, 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 I really thought Jimbo, I thought yesterday he was pretty emphatic. Uh, about it, and uh, what he said I thought was legit. And I mean, basically, he said, you know, if I leave with all this talent here, you can call me a dummy coach. <laughs> you know, so he, I mean, his was strongly worded. Lincoln Riley has kind of issued a mind denial denial. Uh, I think he's still in play. Uh, I do too. Uh, I think he's still in play. Uh, listen, I, I all these a lot of times you hear. I mean. The, the, they say the LSU is a volatile job. It's, I mean, who want to go there? It's a volatile job. All coaches ever care about when they move, besides if the money's really good, all they care about is, can I get good recruits here? Is there a good recruiting area? Right. And we know there's hardly any state better than Louisiana for high school football. So, and all coaches, they don't look at it like, well, I could get fired because, well, look at Ed Orgeron. He's walking with the lottery number. It's like he care about mm-hmm. getting fired. Not really. So right. the coaches don't care about getting fired. So, again, this is a great job. LSU's had three coaches in 20 years. It's probably less than anybody else in the SEC. Well, not just that. I mean, again, the, 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 I we can sell the fertile, uh, the fertile recruiting ground. You, I mean, you can you can sell the fact that you're going to be paid among the highest head coaches uh, in, in in all of college football. You're you're in again the toughest conference, the toughest division in all of college football. But at the end of the day, Ed Ogeron and Les Miles won national championships at LSU. To me, that's the biggest selling point. If I'm a coach out there and I'm looking around, going, "Wait, Ogeron and Miles won championships there? I know I can win one." Exactly, and you know. And- that's a very good point. Coaches want to go somewhere where they feel like they can win national championships. That's why Lane Kiffin, if he had a chance to go to LSU, he'd take it. Uh, I mean, Ole Miss and the State fans might not want to hear this, but deep down they know the truth about this. The moons have to align perfectly yes. for Ole Miss and Mississippi State to ever win a national championship, much less an SEC championship. And it's nothing against the school or something against some of the ghosts who have had to fight in the past. It's the fact that the state of Mississippi has the lowest average ACC score of any state in America almost every year. That means less, less academic eligible athletes, and the really good ones want to go where they're going to win a championship. That means they go to Alabama, they go to LSU, they go to Georgia. They don't go to Mississippi State. And so that's why it's really, really, really hard for anybody Ole Miss or State to win a championship in the league or – you know, national championship, and that's why coaches of those places have the tendency to move on. Ron, if you had to handicap this thing right now, and again, I know it's been very, very close to the vest for Scott Woodward on, again, who his choices are, who's in, the, in his bullpen, but who's in your bullpen? I think Lincoln Riley's in my bullpen. I still, I still think Luke, uh, I still think Lane Kiffin's in my bullpen, but because Lane Kiffin has never, depending on how much, how much interest else you has in him. Lane, right. Lane Kiffin has never said, I'm, I'm staying a little miss. He's never denied, you know, he's never issued a, any strongly worded statement. Lane Kiffin's like, okay, well, they want to come get me. Here I am. Uh, I would be fine with either one of those. I mean, I don't know LSU's aversion to getting Lane Kiffin. I, I, I really understand it. Other than being, 
other than kind of, to me, being the Steve Spurrier of the new millennium, mm-hmm. <laughs> who basically, you know, says what he thinks, unfiltered, uh, good offense, you know, you know, sometimes a little flaky, but uh, there's nothing Lane Kiffin has really done ex- exceptionally wrong to send that red flag other than the fact that he's not boring. <laughs> That's right. basically it. He's not boring, and he may not be always the uh, – uh, you know, say all the things you want as a coach to say, but all I know is his offense is number three in the nation, and in today's college football, you win games with points, and you outscore with, people forty-five to twenty-eight to win games. With how right. you do it? Well, with everything swirling around this university right now, this seems like either a limited or no baggage hire. Yeah, and and, and that's if they want to do it that way, that's, that's fine. You know. I don't think any coach is baggage free. I mean, every, sure. every coach has got something, and if LSU, I mean, LSU wants to be as perfect a guy as they can, great. Uh, but every coach has got got something. It depends on the severity of it. <laughs> that's just the way. If yeah. you're in this business long enough, it happens. Right. That's why I said limited or, or no, because, yes, I agree with you. Uh, they're, 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 everybody's got something in their closet, no doubt. Hey, uh, Ron, hang in there for us. We've got to take a quick break. We come back, I want to talk about LSU on the field, um, the quarterback situation, and, of course, uh, the turnaround on this defense, which has really been spectacular. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. In the market for a new system, hey, look, don't sign that contract with any other company to you. At least have Burkhardt come out and give you a price. Uh, Again, the, the service before and after the sale is impeccable. Treating your home like their home whenever they're installing anything. Uh, and, of course, the experts, Nate certified technicians, high certification in the industry, always doing continuing, and continuing education to keep them up with, the, again, the latest when it comes to your air conditioning and heating system. They're authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. So, again, before you sign that contract with any other company, have Burkhardt come out and give you a price. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. The Nash Ticket Bash. Clint Black, Eric Church, Dan and Shay, and Luke Combs. The only station in New Orleans with tickets to these shows. And they all could be yours. Listen weekdays while you work with Scott Innes. We draw three new Nash winners a week. Will you be next? Only from New Orleans Country Giant. 106.1 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by eBay. Shop on eBay to get more. For your dough on stand mixers. Mm. Or get more. For your buck on tech and gaming gear. Get more and save more on premium brands with eBay's exclusive deals. Delays are heavy on 10 eastbound from the 310 all the way to the high rise. Look out for delays that are solid on 10 westbound from Elysian Fields to Canal. And delays pick back up on 10 westbound from Causeway to the Bonnet Carey Spillway. Look out for backups that are steady on the 610 on the westbound side from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge and on the eastbound side from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. Also look out for delays that are steady if you're traveling along the eastbound side between the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway from Lafayette Street to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. Also look out for delays that are steady if you're traveling on the westbound side between the Pontchartrain Expressway and the Crescent City Connection from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the Chapatula South Peters exit and also delays stretch along the westbound side of the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. 
DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating, proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. Country music sensation Parker McCollum is bringing live music back to New Orleans. Friday, March 11th at the Fillmore. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Don't miss Parker McCollum. Live at the Fillmore in New Orleans, Friday, March 11th. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Tragedy is coming for you, Flash. Tonight on The CW. Despero is like no one we've ever faced before. This could be the end of the world as we know it. It's the massive five-episode event. I need your help. With The Atom. Anytime, Flash. Black Lightning. Let's go blow this fuse. Batwoman. I'll do it. And more, and it all begins. I'm about to do something impossible. Tonight, it's the incredible season premiere of The Flash. Right before the can't-miss season premiere of Riverdale. All new tonight on The CW. Tonight at 8 on NOLA 38, The CW. Vicks NyQuil Severe tackles your worst cold and flu symptoms, changing this <coughs> into this. NyQuil Severe, the nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, sore throat, stuffy head, aching, fever, best sleep with a cold, medicine. Use as directed. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Ron Higgins of uh, Tiger Rag uh, is joining us uh, at 535. It'll be Les East of CrestedSports.com. They'll be our guest. Ron, let's, let's talk a little bit about LSU on the field. First of all, what, what do you credit the turnaround on, on, on the defensive side of the ball to? Uh, a defensive analyst who figured out that they should blitz. A defensive analyst. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> they, they didn't know what a blitz was in the first part of the season. It's It's – it's hard to listen to Ed Orgeron press conferences these days because it's it's like you wondering if he was even there this year for half the stuff that went on. Like, you know, we should have done this, and I should have done this, you know, four years ago. Where have you been? You know, are you just checking in now? 
now that you got your money? It's, it's embarrassing. His press conferences have become, well, yeah. you know, we we, we should have, uh, you know, run more different formations or we should have called the – give our guys – put back our guys in position to win. Shouldn't you be doing that from game one? Uh, he's definitely not afraid to roll his coordinators under the bus, that's for sure. I mean, yeah. It, it seems like hired, he's been doing it He's been doing it daily. And, and, and you hired – and then, he, you know, he talked about his coordinators, you know, you know, well, maybe they, maybe they didn't have enough experience. What you think? <laughs> Yesterday, yes, yes. Like I mean, what, it's like, I, I, honestly, it's like when, I, when he starts talking, it's like white noise. Mm-hmm. I just tune him out because I don't want to hear it anymore. I've heard it every game since game one. I went yes. back and looked at quotes after every game. It's like he's on a sound loop. I mean, it, it, it's embarrassing. And his quarterback situation, he's he's totally like, okay, last week he said. You know, we're going to have open competition, and right. then we'll play both quarterbacks and see, and then, you know, see who's playing better and let him, let him go. So you give the guy you've started all year two series, and then you bench him for the rest of the game. Yeah, it didn't make and sense. And then you're going to start him this week. What? Yep. It did not make sense. And, and look, there was a time where there was a little bit of a struggle for Dustmeyer where maybe I would have went back uh, to Johnson. I thought they were going to go, they were going to alternate every two series or so. Uh, but again, that didn't come to fruition, and and then of course Johnson's on on, on the bench here. So, and and then it seems like again that uh, you know there was some conversation between uh, Nussmeier's father and 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 um, and 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 Ed Ogeron as well. There was a confusion over again, uh, you know, taking the red shirt year off of him. I mean, just it's just been seemed to be mass confusion this entire season. I agree. With, you know what? That's a good way to describe LSU football. Twenty twenty one mass confusion. That'll be that'll be the name of their highlight film for the year. LSU yeah. football, mass confusion. I mean, it, it's been that way all year from the start. It has been since since, since UCLA. I mean, again, all the way through. I mean, game after game after game. Uh, and you know, look, I'm I'm with you again. I look, I think Ed Ogeron lost lost sight of again what the job was all about after he won the championship. And I think the reason why he's in his in the position he is today is because again great coaches double down on winning a championship. There there is a there's a, a thirst, uh, there's a drive to win another one. I think he just basically again rested on his laurels and basked in the glow of that championship and, and let the program get away from him. I got my money. I'm done. Basically I mean, yeah. Ed, yeah. His, he knows how to get jobs, but he's never faced the fact, what do I do when I'm successful? And obviously we know the answer. You know, uh, I, I get my lottery ticket contract, and hey, they want to fire me eventually? Well, I'm on. I can, I can live for a while, you know? Oh, yeah. And, and, him, him, and and again, uh, uh, his his um, his children, seventeen million. Uh, I, th- I think they'll be doing okay. That's that's a Powerball number there. Uh, you, you, uh, look, ULM this week. Obviously, again, they they, they win that one. Uh, going and uh, taking on Texas A and M uh, for a possible bowl berth. Your thoughts? Uh, I mean, they have a shot against them because I'm, honestly, A and M's offense isn't that good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it just depends how, how smart or how dumb offensively they play. And we've seen uh, they can go really yes. dumb really quick. No doubt. Sounds like as a guy that's covering this each and every day, you're ready for it to end. <laughs> Absolutely. 
Yeah, a lot of people. Look, I, I got to tell you, a lot of fans that I talk to feel the same way. Again, on one hand, they, they'd like to see the kids have an opportunity to go to a bowl game because they worked so hard, and those that have stuck around. But on the other hand, they'd like to see this this season just end and fade away. Yeah, exactly. And then you've got two. You will have the entertaining basketball from the men and the women, and then you get into the, the, you know the spring baseball. I think it's just yep. like just like it's a bad dream. They just want to dissipate and get the next guy in here, and let's move on and see what happens. Well, of course, you're going to re-energize the fan base, hopefully, with the next hire as well. And that's, that's yeah. you know, that's going to be a lot, again, about holding on to recruits, et cetera. Transfer portal goes both ways. You know, uh, that new coach bringing in players, again, maybe, again, players defecting from LSU. So there's going to be a lot on the plate for LSU football, even in the offseason, with a change at the top. Absolutely. I mean, look, there's never a dull moment around here, ever. It's just, right. it's, you know, I tell my parents in the journalism of that, I said, you know, there's no off week here because even the off weeks, everything breaks loose, it seems like. So this, but that's kind of, we know that's kind of LSU. All the years of covering and watching them, nothing's ever uh, you know, calm around here, ever. Yep, no doubt. Ron, tell us about, again, the historic Tiger Rag, how folks can subscribe, and, of course, how they can check out all your great articles and follow you on social media. Well, I mean, you can subscribe. You can go to our online, tigerrag.com, which is free. And you can read all our stuff on there. Also, our magazine is on there. You can read that actual magazine on there. So if you want to subscribe, you can go to, our, you go to tigerrack.com and tells you how to subscribe, and we'll, we'll, we'll mail you the magazine. But, again, uh, just being very honest here, you can read it online, which is, which is a good thing. Yep. No doubt. At Ron Higg on, tw- on Twitter. Always appreciate your time, my friend. Take care, Eric. That's Ron Higgins, always telling it like it is uh, with Tiger Rag. All right, we will take a break. When we come back after the break, we're going to have Les East of CrestCitySports.com. We'll, again, talk some Saints, LSU, Tulane, and Pelicans with him. But before we do that, don't forget about my man Dave Miet over Dave Miet Insurance. Uh, if you're a contractor, if again, if you're a, a, a business owner, a professional, uh, and you're looking for a company to trust, look, even if, again, you're a homeowner, and you're finding out now that, again, that, that insurance agency that you signed up with is not all it was cracked up to be. That, again, when you need them, they're not there for you. That's not Dave Miet Insurance. D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S agency.com. Again, uh, from homeowners insurance to, again, your car insurance to those that, again, that are business persons that need general liability, professional liability, builder's risk, workman's comp, uh, commercial property or automobile coverage for commercial business customers. It is a one-stop shop for your insurance needs. Dave Miet is an insurance uh, an independent insurance agency that will search over 50 companies to get you the best coverage for the best price. It's pretty simple. You want to save? Call Dave. You want service after the sale? Call Dave. 504-556-0809. Again, uh, his website, again, uh, very, very easy to be able to navigate. It's a one-stop shop for you for all your insurance needs. D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S agency.com. And, of course, you can always sit down with Dave and, uh, and, and at his office on uh, Veterans Next to Shogun. Uh, again, if you're looking for an agency that's got your back, it's Dave Miet Insurance. Uh, Want to save? Call Dave at 504-556-0809. 
Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. till 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Hey, team. We landed the contract. Kaya's web design studio just landed the gig of a lifetime. It starts next week. Their staff needs to double before the dream deal becomes a nightmare. Front end, back end, a project manager. Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Well, I started my own restaurant because I love to cook. But that also means a lot of greasy pots and pans. And we can't waste time with endless sink changeovers. So we upgraded to Dawn Professional Pot and Pan. Dawn Professional cleans 58% more pots and pans per sink than the leading competitor. Less dish soap, fewer changeovers, and more time doing what we love. Dawn Professional. It's clean. Upgraded. From P&G Professional. Get early access to Macy's Black Friday specials right now while supplies last, like 50% off beauty and fragrance from top names, 65% off fine jewelry from Effie, and refresh your space with 65% off damask sheets and bedding. Plus, get your Macy's order faster when you pick up curbside or in-store, or try same-day delivery powered by DoorDash. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. The sounds of the holidays are in the air. Jingle bells, wrapping paper, maybe some ho-ho-hos. But at the Home Depot, we also love the sounds of you making the holiday magic happen. Things like ovens baking, turkeys roasting, drinks chilling, air fryers frying, washing machines washing, and your family in the middle of it all. Right now, it's the best time to save on the appliances you need to make the holidays yours. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. 
Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Special thanks to Ron Higgins for joining us on the program from Tiger Rag from CrestedSports.com. Les East is our guest. Les, how you doing, bud? Doing well, Eric. How are you? Doing fantastic. Thanks, as always, for your time. Always look forward to having you on both uh, the radio and TV show. Uh, just a, some quick notes for the audience, and then I, I want to get your reaction. Saints fr- uh, signed Brett Myler today to uh, the practice squad. Uh, you remember he was with the, the, the uh, Saints uh, during preseason. He was injured and waived. Uh, we'll find out what's going to happen with Brian Johnson. He also re-signed J.J. McCle- uh, Jalen McCleskey, son of J.J. McCleskey, to practice squad. He was previously injured and waived by the Saints. Ty Montgomery uh, has a severe um, uh, uh, finger injury, from what we understand. And, of course, the possibility of Deontay Harris possibly getting uh, suspended because of the DUI up in Baltimore uh, seem to be the reasons for that. Uh, so with that said, man, i tell you what, really tough loss for the Saints a lot of self-inflicted wounds once again, uh, and uh, they walk out of Tennessee with, with a loss on on a game that, quite frankly, uh, that you know if they if they don't have the have the, um, the the self-inflicted problems that they probably come out of there with a win. Give me your thoughts on the game. Well, as I wrote about at CrescentCitySports.com, it was very disappointing, just like the Falcons game, but it was different because I thought they played a lot better than they did against the Falcons. Uh, that was a game they probably didn't deserve to win, even though they, they had a lead with a minute left. But the Tennessee game, I thought they, they really played well, put themselves in position to beat a good team on the road, even though they didn't play a perfect game. But you mentioned the self-inflicted wounds. Certainly the uh, the two missed extra points just hung over the game like a dark cloud. Deontay Harris losing the fumble on the second half kickoff. You know, those were significant plays, and yet they were right there at the end. And I think it would have really been an outstanding victory if they had pulled it off without Alvin Kamara and Mm -hmm. without Jameis Winston and without the left side of the offensive line on the road against that team, even though they, they had a significant loss, too, without Derrick Henry. But they were they were right there um, to have what I think would have been a special win. So it was really disappointing because it was a much better performance than the week before, and they still came up short. Yeah, again, a two-game losing streak for this team. Uh, and, um, you know, look, I talked about it on Monday. Uh, look, this goes back to uh, you can't lose to Carolina. Uh, you, you can't you can't lose again to to Atlanta, and you can't lose to the New York Giants because you're going to get in tough games against really good teams. And again, you can't control the injury situation. The Saints have been injured all season long. Uh, again, even more injured now than than again maybe they were before the bye week when we were waiting for the reinforcements to come in, and never never you know again that never really materialized with again the uh, the onset of injuries. But again, this is just you know th- this is just. Not really Peyton-like football. I talked about it on Monday in my monologue. You know, again, well, fans used to look at other teams and wait for other teams to implode because you knew it would happen. Uh, now, again, it's the Saints that, 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 are, that are wearing those shoes now. They're, they're the ones that have eventually you're looking at and saying, okay, what are they going to do to implode to let the, to let the other team back in the game? Yeah, and you said it's, it's not like a Peyton team. And, you know, there was a key moment in that game Sunday that I, I didn't think Peyton was very Peyton-like. And that was when they had the fourth and goal at the one-yard line down by 11 mm-hmm. at the time. And you can certainly make a case for kicking a field goal at that point because it makes it a one-score game. But, boy, when you're, there was only about seven minutes left in the game, I believe, or maybe less than that, five and a half minutes 
and you're one yard from the end zone, and he's such an aggressive coach. I was really surprised they didn't go for that. If they get the uh, the touchdown there, even if they miss the two-point conversion, then at that point they know they have to get a touchdown on the last drive, which they did. So I, I thought that was a very uh, passive approach to that situation that's really out of character for sean payton of course if they go for fourth and don't get it then then they pretty much have no choice but he no chance but he usually has so much confidence in the team to get that yard that i thought he would have done it there and i think it would have made their chances better at the end and another self-inflicted uh wound and one of the biggest of all of course was Mm -hmm. the, the false start on adam troutman uh, on the two-point conversion that made that yes. more difficult. No, no doubt about it. Um, Taysom Hill, obviously, again, not 100%. Uh, I was surprised they used him in the eye as a fullback down down at the goal line. But yet again, uh, again to me, not using him enough as, as at quarterback. Look, I have nothing against Trevor Simeon. You know, he's played very, very well. He's just not a guy that I think will get you over the hump, okay? He's, uh, you know, I don't think he's going to lose a game for you, but I don't know if he's going to win a game for you. And there, there are spots where, again, Taysom Hill can be there that they can dictate to the defense, especially when you're losing a player like Alvin Kamara, uh, and, and put him at the quarterback position, allow him to be able to, um, to, to run out of that formation or pass. Are you surprised we're not seeing that more? Or is that a byproduct of, again, him still coming off that concussion? Yeah, I think there are probably a couple of factors in there. The biggest one is probably the fact that he's coming off the concussion. Also, uh, I think Peyton's trying to get a feel for what Trevor Simeon can do and, and maybe can't do, and I, I don't think he wants to you know, mess with his, uh, his confidence a whole lot by uh, restricting his snaps or being too quick to go to Taysom Hill if they, they have a, a bad possession or two. So I, I think he's trying to balance all of those factors, let Simeon grow into the starting role and ease uh, Hill back into the rotation uh, from the injury. And it's a week-by-week thing. You know, it's the flow of the game. It's the the team they're playing. Uh, Certainly without Alvin Kamara, that complicates the personnel packages and what they're going to use. So I think it's a work in progress that Peyton's still tinkering with each week. And I think it will continue to evolve. I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if if Taysom Hill got more snaps at quarterback um, this week and maybe got more snaps at other positions. But I just think it's a week-to-week thing that is mm-hmm. going to continue to evolve. Award-winning journalist Les East uh, joins us from CrestedSports.com. Les, um, you know, I think offensive coordinators have figured out this team a little bit on defense as well. Uh, but they're as good as anybody on the outside vertical, again, in terms of man-to-man defense. But uh, you put them in a situation where they got to do crossing routes and they got to go across the field. A lot of teams struggle, but they especially struggle. I mean, Marcus Johnson. I mean, when 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 I when I heard that Julio Jones was out, I'm thinking, okay, you got to worry about AJ Brown now, and that's it. Marcus Johnson five catches, 100 yards, and most of those on Marshawn Lattimore. Yeah, there there are a couple of factors there. I think one of them is that the Saints play a lot of press man to man, and uh, that makes it hard to keep up with guys on those crossing routes. And I I think we saw uh, Tennessee seeing an opportunity there and taking advantage of it. The other thing is it just seems as though uh, Marshall and Lattimore just rises or lowers his level of play to the level of the person he's guarding. 
He gets up for Mike Evans every single time. There's no question about that. He's had great games against the elite receivers before, but it seems like when he has bad games, when he gets beat, he's going against receivers who are not the bigger name receivers. And I don't know if he loses focus or what, but it it just seems like uh, you have to be more concerned about him the lower the profile of the guy he's going against. No doubt about it. And it affects the defense because, again, he's expected to lock down his side. And then at that point, again, it gives Marcus Williams the ability to be able to either float or to be able to, again, shade the other side. And when he's not doing that, the whole defense seems to collapse. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that's a a significant starting point for a lot of what they do in their their past coverages. And when he's good, he's really, really good. And, And that really sets the tone for the defense to be outstanding. And they're so good at stopping the run that they oftentimes are in a, a strong position to play pass defense. But you're right, it kind of breaks down when he's not able to be that tone center in the coverage that they count on him to be. And that Sunday was certainly a game where he was not up to, to his normal standard of play. Uh, the next four games at Philly, at home against Buffalo and Dallas, and then again on the road against the Jets. Two very winnable games when you talk about Philadelphia and New York. Uh, but again, the, again, the Saints have played down to their competition at times. And then two pretty tough teams in the middle there when you talk about Buffalo and Dallas. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a real challenge. This is a very important game at Philadelphia this week. The Eagles probably played their best game of the year last week. They're, they're not a great team by any means, but it looks like maybe they've started to figure some stuff out and going up there on the road. And of course, the Saints lost up there last year when they had that winning streak going. Uh, and they also had that streak of stopping 100-yard rushers and gave up two of them. So, that they know that it's not going to be easy to win in Philadelphia. Uh, but that's really important because if, if you're probably looking at uh, two really difficult games with Buffalo and Dallas, and uh, yes. they should beat the Jets. So if you're going to come out of this four-game stretch even, you, you pretty much have to have that game in Philadelphia. If you get that one, then hopefully you steal one of the two home games and uh, and you can come out of there three and one. But boy, if you lose that, you might be looking at only getting the win against the Jets, and then the playoffs start to become iffier. So yep. they, you know, it's it, they're still in a good position. They can they literally control their own fate in the mm-hmm. division. If they beat yes. Tampa again and run the table, uh, or or match Tampa elsewhere, they win the division. So. Uh, they're still in a pretty good spot, but this is a really important game if they're going to get this thing turned back in the right direction. Your thoughts on, on the state of the Pelicans? We heard today that Zion was going to start, again, contact, one-on-one contact. He'll have another uh, bone scan on the 24th. Uh, again, uh, lose a tough one last night to, to Washington. Uh, Brandon Ingram down the stretch, again, missing six straight shots in the paint. Now we got, again, the, the, the theme on social media is trade Brandon Ingram. <laughs> I'm, I'm blown away by that, but okay. Uh, uh, just your thoughts on, on where they are right now at 2-13. and 13. Well, and I wrote about this also at CrescentCity.com. Uh, I, I don't CrescentCitySports.com. You know, you just can't judge this team right now on wins and losses. It's just, you know, without 
they, they didn't have Ingram for all of those games, uh, seven games, I think it was. They haven't had Williamson yet. We still don't know when they're going to have him. New coach, rebuilt roster. They, right now, yeah, they have to be evaluated on how hard they play, how smart they play, how they respond to adversity, and are they growing. And I think in each of those areas, they're doing pretty well. It's not bringing about enough wins at this point, but they're a very limited team. I, whenever they get down, they fight back. They, they rarely finish it off, but they don't roll over, except maybe for the game in San Francisco a week or so ago. But otherwise, they keep fighting back. They're in position most games. Last night would have been a tremendous win if they'd gone into Washington and beaten the Wizards. They have the best record in the East, but they couldn't finish once again. But it looks to me like they're playing very hard. They don't always play smart, but they do play smart most of the time. And uh, I, I just think you have to just, I hate to say give them a pass because you don't want to mm-hmm. do that, but I think you have to look beyond the wins and losses right now to evaluate them. And I would say they're doing better than the record indicates given what they're trying to do and the circumstances under which they're trying to do it. Les, I know you get the question all the time. I get it every single day as well. What are you hearing about the LSU coaching search? Well, you know, the the conventional wisdom is that the final three were going to be Jimbo Fisher and Mel Tucker and um, Lincoln Riley. Right. Jimbo Fisher did his best to take his uh, name out of uh, the rumor mill. I don't know how successful he was at doing that. Uh, I, I I think there could be a dark horse emerge here at some point, but I, I just get a feeling that there's something going on with Oklahoma. And, uh, you know, last week Lincoln Riley abruptly canceled his news conference, his weekly mm-hmm. news conference coming out of a bye week. Uh, there were people unavailable for interviews, and then the team went out and played terrible against Baylor. And uh, I, I, it just seems like there's something going on at Oklahoma, and the, the logical assumption would be that it might be LSU-related. But speaking of Baylor, if there were going to be a dark horse emerge, I think it could be uh, Dave Aranda, the former mm-hmm. defensive coordinator, who's done a terrific job at Baylor and probably wouldn't cost nearly as much uh, as those other names because he's not making very much money at Baylor. Yep, and let's turn that program around, program around very, very quickly. Always a pleasure, my friend. Thanks so much for your, for your time. Uh, tell the folks about uh, CressidySports.com. Tell them about your book, how they can get that as well, and how folks can follow, follow you on social media. Yeah, thanks, Eric. The, the book is Donkeys, Elephants, and Giraffes. They, they can get it on all the online uh, places uh, that you would normally go to, uh, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, et cetera, just Google uh, the title, and you can find it. It makes a great uh, stocking stuffer. Yes, it does. This time of year. Uh, but CrescentCitySports.com, of course, we're in the midst of the prep football playoffs, a big time of year for with all the prep coverage that we do. And I've had uh, LSU, uh, Saints, uh, Pelican stuff up there uh, regularly, and uh, it's just a busy time of year. And we have stuff uh, all over the place on CrescentCitySports.com. And, of course, I also have LSU coverage at SaturdayDownSouth.com. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate the time as always. Thanks, Eric. 
at Les underscore East on Twitter, and, of course, Les East on Facebook. All right, folks, don't forget about my friends at Burkhart. Look, we got this APCO X uh, whole home air treatment system in, in, in our home about a year and a half ago, and I got to tell you, I am very, very happy and satisfied with it. Now we're getting into this, to the winter months again. You'll be, you know, uh, you'll be uh, having the heater on. You'll be closed in, uh, inside. Uh, again, we got it, uh, especially during the uh, pandemic because of uh, we were going to be home for so long. Uh, again, if you're worried about the air quality in your home, call my friends at Burkhardt and ask about APCO X. Again, uh, they'll give you all the information you need to know. And then when it comes to, again, installing the system, they are the experts. They'll get in your home, come to your home, install the system. They'll have it up and running in about an hour. And, and of course, again, treating your home like their home. Concerned about the air quality in your home or your business? Think APCO X. Call my friends at Burkhardt. Go to acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. What you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. And why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton for punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE-certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment. I'll go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry mouth, ringing in the ears, depression, oh yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe. Hi folks, trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Han Roofing has been in business throughout Louisiana for over 32 years. Today I come to you with a warning. There's a lot of people walking up the streets and they're promising the world. If it sounds too good to be true, I'm guessing it probably is. I would suggest that you try to use Louisiana contractors. I think there's plenty of us here and that we can handle this work. We just handled Lake Charles. Call us today for a free estimate at 504-737-2228. Hey team, 
We landed the contract! Yes. Kaio's web design studio just landed the gig of a lifetime. It starts next week? Their staff needs to double before the dream deal becomes a nightmare. Front end, back end, a project manager. Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Well, I started my own restaurant because I love to cook. But that also means a lot of greasy pots and pans. And we can't waste time with endless sink changeovers. So we upgraded to Dawn Professional Pot and Pan. Dawn Professional cleans 58% more pots and pans per sink than the leading competitor. Less dish soap, fewer changeovers, and more time doing what we love. Dawn Professional. It's clean. Upgraded. From P&G Professional. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. Certainly appreciate you checking out the program. Remember, the podcast will be up uh, before 6.30 tonight. Uh, Jude Young's coming up next. He'll have a, a shortened show. Then we'll go into UNO pregame, and then the UNO takes on Northwestern at 7 o'clock right here on your, your station for UNO Athletics, 106.1 Nash Icon. I want to thank our guest, Gary Smith of uh, the Wave Report, Alec Cassell of the Bird Rights, Ron Higgins of uh, Tiger uh, Rag, and also Lessies of CrestedEsports.com. I want to thank the great sponsors sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow to sponsor our program. Folks, it's pretty simple. Click the icon right on the sponsors, uh, uh, right on, that, on the sponsor slideshow. It'll take you right to that website. Everything you need to know about the sponsors right there. Thank you for supporting the sponsors, and thanks to those sponsors for supporting our program. Thanks to Rudy back at studio. Uh, don't forget, uh, Jeff Duncan joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. And as always, I very much appreciate you guys checking out the program. All right, another one in the books. We'll see you tomorrow straight up 4 o'clock for another edition of Inside New Orleans. My name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. From the dog catch to the governor, they all got to go. Better.